Hey, sweetheart, God has me on here for you. <laughs> and the winner is <laughs> Dwight Martin. <laughs> the series of Not Ashamed. 65,510 people listened to that episode. And that's the one I was like, Father, uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not telling everything. It's, everything is not for everybody. And think about it is, God is changing the way we speak, sweetheart. And the way we think. Everything is not for everybody. I get that. But the things that we don't want for people and don't want to reveal to people or don't want to express to people are the things that people really need to hear. So God is just doing a 360 with the way we think and the way we feel. For an example, with my story, I took my story off yesterday, Buka, because I didn't want others to either assume or, you understand, hope that I'm talking to them. Every time I'm talking to you, Someone always think I'm talking to them, and I don't want that. I'm talking to Dwight, and God say, why don't you put on your story? I'm talking to Dwight. I say, I am not doing that. <laughs> God say, why not? Why not put Dwight? Aren't you talking to him? Yes, I am, but you know, God, come on. <laughs> See, God is not looking at in between. What's in between you saying his name, Quenisha, if you know who you're talking to? And my only reason was, I didn't want no one to see. It's not for everybody. But you're talking to Dwight. But people still watch. Why are you focusing on that? Aren't you talking to him? So that's your only focus. There's nothing in between your conversation to him alone. So go put his name on your story. <laughs> I was like, Father, stop playing. And God is not playing. No, he's not. Because God is so direct. He's trying to have us eliminate the ways that we have the motives that we have regarding why we don't do things. A lot of times we hide what we really are doing and prepare for because we don't want people to know. Why? What can man do unto you? No one can stop you. And God was sharing with me, Quenisha, don't do that anymore. Because the white enjoyed that story. You did that for him. You were risky. You were bold. You were daring. He used his favorite color as the background. You said, you know, hey, Buka, you know, the favor of God is upon you. Enjoy that. He loved that. He loved it. <laughs> so go ahead and put Dwight on your story. I said, I'm not doing that. And sweetheart, you probably want me to. <laughs> like, yeah, go ahead and do that. No, you do it. <laughs> you put Quenisha on your story. <laughs> Q-U-I-N-N-E-I-S-H-A. <laughs> You understand? But God is just showing us how we really think about too many things that we shouldn't think about at all. I'm talking to you. Who business is that? You understand? So I just thank God for everything. And sweetheart, I can um, go live and have you to be notified. And you can listen while I'm recording now. But God don't have you to do that with you. I can also... Turn on, you know, the switch for you to, you know, engage and comment while I'm talking so I can read what you're saying, but <laughs> that would be a major distraction. <laughs> yeah. So God wouldn't have me to do that with you. Yeah. I'd be looking down, seeing what you're saying. Yeah. But it's only if I'm talking to you. I wouldn't have that to the other audience. Of course not. Yeah. And I thank God for that. The numbers are going up a lot because God had me to release it. And I thank God so much for everything. I truly mean everything. 
I was going to wait to get on here because I had to take two tests today and I aced them both. Yeah. When I got two wrong, when I got one wrong, you understand? So I just thank God for just, you know, knocking them out. But most importantly, I thank God for me and my father and my sister growing stronger. I'm so grateful, my son, you know, for everything on my end, breakthroughs, you know, miracles. I just thank God for so much great things taking place in my life and my son's life. And I realized, you know, just continuing to stay focused, you know, having God first, you know, continue to keep your mind where you want to be, you know, because if you think about where you don't want to be, that's going to bring you somewhere that you do not want to go. So wherever your focus is, that's where your attention is, that's where you're going to be. You understand? I just thank God for that. Even when it comes to thinking about things too much that you don't want to do, if that's at the forefront of your mind, you're not even going to be aware that you're actually doing what you don't want to do. For an example, if my father was abusive and I say, you know what, I'm never going to be like him. And that's all I think about how much I'm not going to be like him. Not even aware I have some of his traits because that's the forefront of my mind, not being like him. So I focus so much on not being like him, not even aware I'm becoming because that's my focus. You understand? So got me on here with you, Buka. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. First, I want to ask you to forgive me for taking my story off. And God said, you really enjoy that. You really love that. Forgive me. That would never, ever happen again. And I'm going to tell you this. When it comes to us hearing a word, and I mean today, right now word, you have to really hear God in the message. And if you don't hear God, then it's not your message. If someone is speaking to your mind, it's not your message. If someone's speaking to your spirit, that's a message from God. If it's anywhere else, it's not God. If someone's speaking to your emotion, it's not God. But what I don't want you to do is try to discern a motive before you even hear what a person has to say to you. Because a lot of times you can assume you understand. And a lot of times your assumptions be right, but don't live that way. That's like waiting for someone to fall, waiting for someone to be negative because you've been around so much negativity. You've been around so much, you understand, naysayers and so many doubters that you cannot only focus on doubt, only focus on negativity, only focus on pinpointing what is and what's not. No, allow Holy Spirit to freely have you to move in the direction you ought to go. Hallelujah. It's that simple. Hallelujah, sweetheart. God said, it is your turn. It is now your turn. And when I give you a word or when somebody give you a word of prophecy, you go all the way to Z. But you have to get through A to Y in order to get to Z, sweetheart. If I tell you right now, you know, you're getting married. You're going to be looking for opportunities to lead up to marriage, but not even aware that you already in the opportunities. You understand? Because you're looking for it to look like what you already aware that you lean not to your own understanding. It's like doing two things at once. I'm leaning not to my own understanding, but at the same time, I need to look and see so I can understand where I am. That's two different ways of thinking, two different ways of hearing. You don't need that. Hallelujah. Another apology that I have to give unto you, that I want to give unto you, is because I had you all wrong. 
You know who you are. You know you're not my provider. You know you're not the one who provides for me. The devil is such a liar. Let me give you a dream. God allow him to give me a dream like God allows Satan to throw those things upon Job just so Job can receive a double portion. Just so I can receive a double portion of knowledge regarding who you really are. And let me tell you, I had a dream. That wasn't God's dream. That was Satan's dream. And God wanted me to encounter that. And in a dream, because Satan hears you and I conversations. So I'm in a dream and I hear the door opening. You're on your way in the house and you sit down on the couch like I'm about to tear this food up. I'm in the house. I'm about to relax. And I'm running out there so excited to see you. Like you're home, sweetheart. But before I can even say anything, you were like, just wait, 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 wait. Just give me a second. You know, let me just relax. I'll be in the room in a little bit. And my feelings were hurt. I was like, oh, okay. So I turned around and went in the room. And then I was like, no, uh-uh, no. Dwight, you're never home. All you do is work all the time. You're neglecting me. You're not spending no time with me. I'm eating by myself. I'm in a bed by myself. You come in late when I'm already asleep. I can hear you creeping in because you're coming in so late. Coming from work. You're working, working, working. I'm not being attended to. You're not doing anything we used to do. Dwight, no, this is not what I asked of you. And you said, isn't this what you want? I'm giving you this. I'm giving you that. I'm doing all this for you. You're not doing any of this for me. You're doing it for yourself. And I was like, Dwight, no, I want you. You can have these things. Take these pocketbooks. Take these shoes. Take these dresses. Take these flowers. I don't care about that. I want you. Yeah. And you were like, I thought this is what you wanted. No, it's not what I want. I want you. I always tell you that. Spend more time with me. And got me to wake up. And I was like, Father, <laughs> the devil is a liar. That is not our marriage. That is not our ministry. That is not even our relationship. We don't even communicate from that place. You understand? And God was saying that was a, you know, a dream of the enemy. You know, and it brought me back to the past, you know, and I just thank God so much for clarification, more about you. And I know that you're not verbally, you know, and I'm not verbally talking to you as you're talking to me. That's why God said, keep your story up and however you talk to him, because you two are creative and your creator and God said, God speaking to me, your creator, Kanisha, I love to see how you and Dwight be so creative. You know, I said, don't talk this way, but you guys are talking in so many other ways. I'm demonstrating to you how you are just like me. You're unstoppable. You don't have access this way. You have access that way, that way, that way, that way. And look how you and Dwight communicating. Look how you guys are being expressive. Look how you guys get, you know, getting along and passing things along, being there for one another. Look how creative you are. You guys don't go days without hearing from each other. You're creative to keep on the communication, the impartation. And I'm so proud of you too. 
And God said, Quenisha, don't allow no one to get in your ministry. It doesn't matter who it is or who you look up to or who you admire or who you listen to or who you put your arms around or who you let in your home or whoever. It doesn't matter. Remember, you are whosoever regarding whoever. Don't let no one in your ministry to come in and try to pry or tear down by having you to think that they're speaking words of wisdom, but they're not. They're actually speaking words for you to walk in ways that God never intended you to walk in with Dwight. Dwight knows who he is. He knows he's not your provider. He knows he can't take care of you. He called me El Rohi. The God who sees. He calls me Jehovah Shammah. The God who is there. He calls me Jehovah Jireh. The God who provides. He knows who I am. He knows me by name. So don't allow no one to talk to you about your man of God. Because some people will tell you as if they care, but they really don't. They just don't want you to walk in what God already say belongs to you. So watch who you listen to. Because that man is not trying to be who only I am and what only I can do. So watch who you listening to. It doesn't matter no more. If it's not to your spirit, don't hear it. God say one minute it's a person speaking to the flesh or speaking from the flesh. Next minute somebody speaking from the spirit to the spirit. No, you better hear my voice. If you don't hear me, then cast those seeds down. It doesn't matter who it's coming from. And where it's coming from. If it's not from me or my kingdom, you better disregard. That's like me going on a job and receiving a promotion and someone tell me, you don't want that promotion. No, make sure this don't happen on a job and that don't happen on a job. Whole time, they saying that because they want my job. I'm telling you. I'm just giving an example. Somebody may want the promotion. See, it's not who it is. They might want what it is. And some people want what you have and not who you have. So many of us, we try to stop each other from promoting, but we can't. How many people, sweetheart, alone that you know had the information to help you grow and give you resourceful information where they are and they don't want you to have it because they're afraid of you receiving what they have or passing them. God is trying to eliminate a hating spirit. How can we hate and love? We can't do them both. So be careful who you're listening to because it may seem like it's good advice the whole time. If it's not spiritual, deny those words. And God saying that to me. Thank God you have people in your life who speak to your spirit and not your flesh. And have people in your life that's only going to tell you to hear from what God is saying. We don't want to hear from nobody else. And I release that upon anybody and everybody. We don't want to hear from nobody. We want to hear from God. I don't want to hear from your thoughts. I don't want to hear from your ways. I want to hear from his and his only. It's like a, a group of us women going to the mall with our children and there's a group of women in a car watching us shop and wondering, oh, how come this, how come that? Are you mad or not? How about you just be honest and say, Father, I want that. See, we have to stop hating 
and start being honest. I want that God, but I want what you have for me, but I want that like that. Come on, ladies. We have to stop this madness. Gentlemen, you too. You don't have to hate on your boys. Talk about how beautiful your wife of God is and how wonderful she is and how wonderful your man of God is and how come some people got to look at themselves regarding who God say belong to you because they like what they're hearing. I know she was going to look like that. I know he was going to look like that. You know, he might be all right for me. Come on, people. We shouldn't feel all skeptical and all eggshells about who we leave around. And why we even want to stick around somebody's man or woman of God. Come on. If I'm single, I don't need to be around Murray folks. It has nothing to do with, you know, lust. It has nothing to do with sin. It has everything to do with wisdom. What is the reason for you even being here? You can't even relate to us. You're not married yet. You're not in a covenant. What can we talk about with you? We can't speak from a single's place because we're not single anymore. But when it's ladies, we can be around our girlfriends, our family members, and we can help them out to be prepared for what God has. Well, we got couples night and couples retreats. And why are you here? Why are you bringing your single friends? You understand? God said, uh-uh, get it right. Do I know who he is? That man loves you. He know he can't take care of you. You can't take care of him. He know he's a blessing to your life. Don't ever have him to feel that you don't know who he is. Don't ever have the right to feel as if he can't even be a blessing to you. Or do nice things to you. As you do to him. Don't let nobody in your ministry, and you're not even in ministry with him side by side yet. Don't have that for you. That's not for you nor him. Because some people feel like you honor their words, you admire them, that they could just tell you anything so you can listen to them. No, if it's not God, I'm not listening to nobody. And it doesn't make sense that we're giving each other falsified information to try to tear down what can't be torn apart. So we have to rely only on Holy Spirit. We have to rely on the wisdom and knowledge. That's it. And I want you to forgive me because I came at you incorrectly. Again. You never said you wanted to take care of me. You just said what you would do as a husband. 
want them to look forward to, to be married to you. Our ministry is ours. Can't nobody tell you what you could and cannot do, should and should not do, if it's in your heart to do. I come against falsified and haterating theology. Yes, haterating. We can't do that. And we all been there with hateration. We all been there. We didn't want someone to pass us. Didn't want somebody to do something better than us. Felt the Lord threatened when we've been used to doing stuff on top and then somebody come just as good and we're like, where you come from? <laughs> Go back to where you came from. I'm like, you to come over here. <laughs> we don't need your recipe. They have mine. <laughs> Excuse me. We don't need your style of fashion. They have mine. <laughs> we don't need your, you know, not say we don't need your gift, but you know. It's been like that for us. And God don't want us like that. So God say, during this season, be mindful what we hear. Because some people may come off as if they sounded like they care, but the whole time they try to get you to change your mind. You don't want that house anymore? No, you better get that neighborhood, girl, because you want the house. You want that job you know, position? That job description? I wouldn't do this and I wouldn't. But you would though. That's why you telling me not to do it because you wish it was you. I realize it's not who I have. It's what I have to a lot of people. And guess what? It's nobody's business. Regarding any of us. Your business is none of my business. Regarding what you have. Because of what you have, you can allow people to give you words that it's not from God. Neither can I. And I can't give words that are not from God. I can't speak to you from my flesh. Because you're going to know it's from my flesh. Because you know God don't talk to you like that. If I speak from my mind, you know it's from how I'm thinking about you. If I'm speaking out of my emotion, you know it's concerning you. Hallelujah. It has to be from the spirit. It has to be from the spirit. Those who worship God must worship in spirit and in truth. And the thing is, when it comes to what we have, we have togetherness, sweetheart. We have commitment. We have the strength of God. We have the wisdom of God. We have the knowledge of God. We have laughter. We have romance. We have communication skills. We are so, you understand, so amazing to one another. We are so well off. We know that we are well assured. We know who we are. And we get along so well. Even when we disagree. We disagree 
so well because it doesn't cause us to be offended. We don't operate in offense. And the devil kept trying to have me to come at you incorrectly. You never said you wanted to take care of me. You never said that. And then I have people coming as if they even trying to help. Your husband is not your source. He never said that. So I got to be careful who I'm listening to for real. Because I'm coming at you on ways that you never even said. And I know you're probably like, I'm not even like that. And I want you to pass things down to me like you continue to do. You pass down messages. You pass down pictures, images, the flamingos, the lions, the woman in the shower for me to like calm down. The songs you pass down, the words. I really need that. And I thank God for the wisdom and knowledge that I have. But I really thank you for that. Whenever God lead you to just pass something down, go ahead. Pass it down. Hallelujah. You know what I really love? Is that we don't operate in offense. But we have to be very careful with this word hating. As a hater, we really do. Because we all on the rise. We have to be happy for one another. That's how we receive our blessings. How can I hate on someone who's doing great? I'm doing great too. See, if I know my significance, I wouldn't be so focused trying to be like you and your significance. And I'm speaking out loud in general. Because many of the time we're doing these things and not even aware we're doing these things. We can't be like that out here. That's not Christ-like. And I would never, ever do that again. If my spirit don't feel it, I'm not walking with it. The devil got me before with that with you. You never said that you wanted to take care of me. You never said you're my provider. So what if you like to do nice things for me? You're supposed to. So what if I like doing nice things for you? So what? Who can tell me or you what we can and cannot have? Nobody. Can nobody get in between you and I? We are one before we become one. Because we are on one accord. Now we stand together on God's word alone. And what God used you to do unto me, with me, then go right ahead and enjoy doing that. As I enjoy doing that for you. I'm not going to ever have a woman to tell me, oh, I wouldn't do all that for my man. Well, you know what? Let us pray. Because there's a lack of honor in those words. I'm not going to leave somebody off like that. No, let us pray. It's a reason why you said that. Let's pray, woman of God. And you're going to leave out honoring your man of God. I don't care what someone say or what they wouldn't do or what they should do. Or I don't think this or I don't think that. Guess what? Those personal opinions are issues to me. 
Same goes for the issues for you. I realize this is you and I. This is our ministry. We cannot just allow any word spoken over our ministry. The devil trying to tear it down before it even gets started naturally. And God need to tell you everything. I'm like, God, I want to tell him half of that stuff. I don't even want to bring it back up again. And God say, that is your brand new start. Dwight is honored that you told him everything. People that listens to him, here's how much you honor him, how much you trust him, how much you are open to him. And you got to be careful with that even, with that too, with that even. Because there could be people to say things about that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say all that. I wouldn't hear. See the, see, the negative things we can't let in our ear. Because guess what? If it's opposite as to what God had you and I to do, then it's not God. If somebody say what they wouldn't have and God had me to do it, then guess what? It's not up to what they have to say because we're not them. If we encounter and somebody speaking the opposite as to what we're doing, then it's not God. Because we're only doing things that we are led to do. You understand me, Buka? For real. I'm realizing how real it really is when it comes to marriage, man. And I'm not going to just have myself so on you like that, like I can't let you breathe. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you're covered. Oh, you're covered. We're going to continue to praise and shut the devil up. Continue to give thanks and keep him shutting up. That is our ministry, our worship, and our praise. Our giving of thanks. You understand? Just be mindful what you say to your boys about your woman of God. Nothing wrong with your boys, but certain things is not for your boys to hear. For one, I'm a woman. And I'm your woman. So a lot of things is not for them to hear. It's for you to hear as my man. Yes, you're my man. <laughs> you're my man. <laughs> now, do I, you're my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like me, I wouldn't tell everything about what you are doing. And it's sad to say, sometimes we just, you know, expressing out of excitement. Some people are like, I wish I had that. Well, what can I do to sabotage that? Because I don't want your life to outshine mine. You understand? We can't look at things in the negative. No. We have to continue to stay positive. Our focus is where we put our attention to. Where we pull from. Where we demonstrate. It doesn't matter who I admire and who I look up to and who I listen to. If it's not God, then I don't mind not listening. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing but God. I don't want to hear nobody else. You understand? And I just thank God for that. I honor you. You know? You know? 
you know you don't take care of me. And forgive me for making that clear to you that you already know it's clear. I got you right. I got you. I'm on the same page regarding who you are to me and what I expect you to do and be unto me. Everything that God have you to do, have me to do. You know, listening to some testimonies, you know, with our, our spiritual parents, even our natural parents, so many people try to tear down their marriages. Well, I wouldn't do this. Well, I wouldn't accept that. And I wouldn't. You know what? A lot of women can vote for that. People always say, well, I wouldn't. Well, my wife wouldn't be sitting at home. Or my wife wouldn't be working so much. Or my wife wouldn't have all those children. Or my wife wouldn't be stuck with no children. Or my wife would be going this place. Or my wife wouldn't be going too many places. My wife wouldn't be out there with her friends. My wife would be at home with me. This and any other. Trying to speak against what you okay with. If you okay with that, that's fine. We cannot allow people to change what you and I are called to do. You understand? Some people say something about that. You have female friends. Well, my man wouldn't have no female friends. Well, guess what? He know what to do. I trust him. <laughs> our, our ministry is going to be built upon people not even feeling comfortable to say things that we're not even going to listen to. You understand? <laughs> For real. I'm going, I need your hands. Wait, let me feel your hands. Mine's are stretched out. Put your hands on my hands with this. Because touch and agree that our ministry is just so out there regarding you and I being secure about each other. Not insecure, no secure, that people that have words from insecurity wouldn't even want to even say anything because they already know that it's not going to work. You understand? Wouldn't even want to say, even honest criticism, wouldn't even want to say anything. No, they got it. They know who they are. They know what they're doing. Thank you. You understand? People would say things all the time. I wouldn't have that many children in my 30s or in my 40s. So what? That's you. Okay. I can see me now. You understand? Sweetheart, if you have another present, <laughs> present. God. I'm trying to tell you. Whatever God put in me, that's what I'm going to do. If I want to surprise you and do things unto you, I was like, Father, what do Dwight want right now? Do we just sow a seed in this life? What do we want? I want to do something that's going to really have him so excited. I want to do something that, you know, make him so glad. God said the best thing you can ever give Dwight is his children. That's the best thing you can ever give the white his children. And I was like, that's the best thing? That's the best thing. His children. His children are his prized possessions. And I was like, really? God said, yeah. And God began to talk to me about you. And God showed me, you and I, I don't know if it was a hotel or resort. And it was in your hometown, Bahamas. And we had a very good view. We were high up. We were looking down. And I was like, whoa, look at look at all this, you know, this sand. And look at the shore. We seen the entire beach <laughs> from that view. And we were in a place called Nassau. N-A-S-S-A-U. Nassau. We were in Nassau. Yeah, Bahamas. 
That's what God showed me in a vision. I said, where is this place? Nassau. I may not be pronouncing it right, but that's what God showed me in a vision. And then God also shared with me that the beach that you normally go to in your hometown is not the same side of the beach where everybody come to on, you know, vacations and have ceremonial events there, festivities. No, God said the side of the beach you go to is where it's more low-key, not commercial, not on the brochure, more laid back. You know, it's not as commercial as the one everybody go to. I want to go to the one that's laid back in jail. Yeah, I want to go to that one, <laughs> that side of the beach. God saying people don't really know too much about that beach because people don't really go there. If you live there, you would know that side or know someone who does. But people don't normally, you know, go there. People go to the one, I mean, the side where there's all the brochures and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fancy. But the one that's laid back and chill is not that fancy, but it's so chill. No one hardly be there. I want to go to that beach. Yeah. I want to go to that beach. Yeah. God shared that with me about you today. Yeah. Yeah. I got you correct. Forgive me for having you, you know, incorrect. And sometimes the words can come off as, you know, from people who care. You know, just make sure you don't. And make sure, the thing is, I have to embrace the words that can only come from God. That's for all of us. I can't have nobody to be in my ear about my man of God and it's not right and I come at you incorrect. No, I cannot. And I did that. I'm sorry. Forgive me. You don't want to take care of me. No, you don't. You know who you are. You know who your God is. You're not a man that's trying to do what only God can do. You would never even think like that. Please forgive me. Yeah. But you know what, Dwayne? What gets me is that how can I tell you? I don't want you to do things for me, but I want to pamper you. <laughs> that don't make sense. That's a contradiction. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like, how are you going to be the one that want to pamper him, but I can't do nothing for you? That don't make sense. How about we just do what we feel led for each other? The things that, you know, I want to do for you and do unto you, I'm excited about. Yeah. Remember that birthday card? Oh, you're going to take that card. <laughs> I spent the money that day. Yeah. I was just like, give my money back. <laughs> but, you know, I still have the card and I have the money. I want to I wanna triple that. Yeah. Triple, triple that. Yeah. You know what I was planning to do? And God said, no. I was planning on going to the restaurant. Whenever God lead me, I wanted to go there. I was just having a vision. I wanted to go there and just order something on the menu at the register. You see me there. Like, oh, my gosh, she's here. Yeah. And I just leave you a tremendous tip and just say it's, you know, it's for him. He's like, oh, my goodness, this is a tip from her. Like, oh, wow, she left that? Yeah, she left that. Yeah, I wanted to do that for you. I like surprising you. I didn't like surprises at first, but God used you to help me be healed from why I didn't like surprises. See, surprise is a good word. It's a wonder. It's not a surprise if you got caught, you know, off guard with something that was a distraction or a destructional. 
no, that was just, you know, not right. <laughs> but that wasn't a surprise. A surprise is, voila, look what I've done because I love you. Wow, I'm so excited. That's a surprise. You understand? So I thank God for that. Yeah, I wanted to do that. Just leave you a tremendous tip. Like, this is for the gentleman over there? Yeah. And then leave <laughs> and just feel how it get, you know, get over to you. Hey, hey, hey look, Dwight, this is from the lady right there. <laughs> and you know who I am. She loves that. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do that so much. Yeah. I just want to do things for you. Just buy you a lot of things, knowing your style, your taste. And just fix, not even just buying things, but just doing romantic things for you. Setting up the room to just, you know, have fun with you. You know, game night, you know, movie night, or, you know, just relaxation night. Night that you just want to relax and I'll just take care of everything on my end, you know. You know, my son, the food, you know, the clean and all that. And just let you relax, you know, massage night, all of that. Yeah, I just want to really, really pamper you with my love, with my creativity, with my loyalty. And I realize that I thank God that we are, you know, who God say we are. And I thank God so much. I was looking at you and your things and assuming that you just wanted to present that to me. That is not what you wanted to do. I didn't even think about it. That's the case. He would have took my money. He didn't want my money. You're not like that. I can't have anyone to put in my head that don't let Dwight try to take care of you. And don't you just sit there and let him do everything. That's not our ministry. Neither one of us operate like that. You understand? It come off to me in so many words that the enemy try to throw and God says it to me. That's the devil. That's not how you and Dwight thinks. And you can't even listen to words like that coming from the enemy. However, I use him to bless you. Receive that. What woman wouldn't want to be blessed? Now, once that you ever say, Quenisha, you're going to sit at home and don't do nothing when I do everything. You never said that. You never said, Q, I'm going to just give you whatever. I'm just going to empty out my account on you and you don't have to give me nothing. You never said that. And that would never happen. No, I felt that. That would not happen. <laughs> I know. I'm laughing because I, I just see your face. God, show me your face. <laughs> yeah. That would never happen to me. Do that to you either. Who does that? And that's what the devil trying to plant in the atmosphere. Quenisha, you're going to, he think you're going to just sit and do nothing while he do everything and overwork himself. He would never do that to himself. You trip it. <laughs> he have a great sense of, you understand, intelligence. You understand? No, he loves you. And he's very romantic. He's very giving. But he's no fool. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. 
I'm really, you know, the devil really trying to throw some words out there on you and I. Even when it comes to me, you know, what what is she doing? You know, even you was trying to look on my end. What do, what is Q doing? What is Q? What is she putting her hands to? You know, you were looking at me on the financial side, and I'm looking at you with the, you know, not the financial side. There's nothing but the devil. Yeah, we can't let that happen like that with us. No. Because, you know, you were you were looking and I was looking. I was making sure you can't take care of me. And you're looking like, okay, so um, what are you doing? <laughs> I want to know about, you know, your financial status, Quenisha. What, what is it like? You know? And even me having a thought, I don't want your stuff. You know, let's start fresh. And you know what? I just give it all over to God. I give my words, my thoughts, God, whatever you want to do, because that's putting a limit on things by even me saying, I don't want your things. Let God just saturate our atmosphere and just download and deposit so many great things in your life and mine together because we both taking off. We can't let people say, what do Q do? What do you do? Do I? Don't ever think, what are you bringing? What am I bringing? Don't ever think about your income. Don't ever think about what you got from the restaurant. Don't ever think about me. Think about what I have in my account, what's been passed down and handed over to me. What got me to put my hands to, that's not what we're thinking about. We're not even going to talk about money. We're going to talk about God. And what he want to do regarding our money. Because I may say I'm not going to do that. And that may be the very thing that God tell me to do with it. I can't let people in my marriage with you. Because some people, they would tell you things out of emotion. But it's not out of their devotion to God in the spiritual realm. You understand? That's why it's good to just listen to God and not go around trying to seek advice. Because guess what? You don't want to be fed in your emotion and your spirit is hungry. Because I'm not going to let you come at me incorrect. And you're not going to let me come at you either. You're not going to come at me about what you have. No, you better come at me about who I have. Same goes for you. You understand? Don't ever let nobody tell you what you're ready for, what I'm ready for. You understand what you deserve, what you don't deserve. A lot of females, and not all of us, a lot of females want a great man that, because some females don't want no man. A lot of us who do want a man, many of us want a man that can handle his own. And it's not just financially. A man that don't have to come to his woman and have to really depend on her. A woman don't want that in a man because a man is not created to depend on her. Neither is she created to depend on him. But she seek him for whatever she needs along with what she already have. Same goes for him. No one gets married and husband keeps saying, let me borrow this. Or I, I, I need some money, sweetheart. Or help me pay the bills. And, you know, and we're not well taken care of. 
You have to listen to God regarding all of that. That reminds me of a Cinderella story. He came out of nowhere to this woman that was just living in a daggone attic with some mice as her friends. Was falsely treated, badly treated, so bad. Wearing the same garment every day. Not even eating the best and not even feeling the best. Not even treating the best. Everything was the worst for her. The worst bathroom, the worst part of the house. She had the worst treatment, the worst food, and she overworked herself. And there goes a day for her. And this man come and just sweep her off her feet. You don't need nothing, but because you're married to me, here's your lifestyle. Happily ever after. Now I'm releasing the good side of the movie, not the beginning. And some females, if they see you're happily ever after, well, how come I can't have my prince child? Well, guess what? Cinderella should be working too. Cinderella should be doing this too. We don't even know the rest of the story. <laughs> Do you understand? And why are we in people's business? And many of us will want that ourselves. Just be honest. Do you want a man to sweep you off your feet, your godly man, your God-fearing man? That you don't have to have no man to ask you to borrow you from bar, <coughs> excuse me, to borrow money from you. And many of us want that. Many women want just a man to just give her, just give, give, give. I, I mean, thank you. Many women want to be taken care of by a man. Many do. Many really do. Many want to stay home and just the man working, he'd be okay with that. Many do. Many men want that too. For their, you know, wives. But my thing is, I came at you what I want and I don't want. And I feel today wisdom on the rise. Forgive me. I can't tell you what I want or don't want. I just know that I want what the Lord has for me. However you are as a man, then I accept that. I don't know the way. I can't keep trying to figure you out and tell you what I don't want. Because what I'm saying, I don't want. That may be who you really are. I just don't want you to think that you have to work by yourself. No, I want to help you. I don't want you by yourself. That's what I don't want. I don't want that. No. God say no worries. You don't have to worry about that. I don't want that life. I don't want to just sit at home. I don't feel right. I want to help too. I want to do things too. I want to give you money. I want you to go shopping. I don't want to be the one going shopping by myself. With other women. No, I want to go with you. With our money. Not just what you get. I don't want that the way. I want to help you. If I'm sitting at home, I can never just do that. No. Because I feel like I'm not helping you. And I had to let that out. Yeah. This one thing I don't, I know I don't want. And I know it's not going to happen like that. And God say no worries. So that means it's not going to be like that. Yeah. That was my, not fear, but that was my thing. It had to come out. I didn't want, yeah, you doing everything. And I feel like I'm not doing nothing. I'm not like that. No. I want everything to be mutual. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. I felt good to get that out. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I felt so good to get that out. Yeah. I feel great. That had to come out. Yeah. I don't want that. That I don't want you just working and I'm at home. No. I help you too. Yeah, we're a team. I wouldn't feel right you're working like that and I'm at home. I would feel so lazy. Yeah. I would feel so lazy. I always have my own money. I don't want yours. No. I don't want your money. No. I want to, you know, pamper you with my end. Yeah. I can surprise you. Yeah. Do a lot of things with you. Just take you on trips and all these things that God has put in my heart to do unto you. Yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Just please don't be like how I am. I don't want nothing from you, Q. I'm not going to say, you better not be like that. (laughs) When you're like that. No, I'm not. I'm not. What we're going to do is, let's just stand right here on this. Father, we stand on your will, your way. We just stand on your will, your way. Thank you for blessing me to be by his side, to help him. As you continue to flood us and God with resources, to release your word, release, you know, your kingdom here. Thank you for our home. Thank you for the words that we receive on good ground. And we cast down the words on bad ground. We don't receive those seeds. We're not going to allow falsified information in our ministry. And forgive me, Father, for me taking heed incorrectly for something that I should have never listened to. Dwight is not trying to be what only you can do and never have and never will. The devil is such a liar. He's afraid of our ministry. He's afraid of us individually. Now imagine we're better together. He doesn't want us to be together. And I come against him trying to influence anyone to try to even think they can sabotage. And that's another thing we heard. I was secretive with you about us because I didn't want, you know, no persecution, nothing to be sabotaging, you know, going on and I didn't want, you know, innocent people to go through what I have been going through for whatever reason. But all that to say, I'm unstoppable. I know what my father said. And you know what our father said. And we're going to stand on that. See, the devil wants us to be afraid to speak and be open. A lot of times we try to keep the peace by being quiet. No, that's what a lot of people say, hold your peace. That's not peaceful being silent. That's not peaceful being silent. Peace is still not silent. You understand? And the devil trying to keep you and I silent. That's why God said, put the white on your story. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not doing that, Father. Not yet. <laughs> he wants me to put just straight the white. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, goodness, Father. Just put the white on your story, Quenisha. But what? Do I? And I know why God saved that. Because he don't want me to keep trying to be secretive about you. 
from, you know, things that could try to happen or be in the way of. And God said, nothing can ever be in my way. Because you're letting me have my way, so nothing can ever be in yours. You don't live under free will anymore. Because you can't live your will and mine at the same time. You have willed your free will for freedom by having my will in your life be done. So it's whatever I say. And I want you to put the right name on your story. Oh, Father. Come on. Yeah, he's saying that. Put the white's name on your story. And I'm like, Father, you know, that's a little bold. And God said, okay. Because the thing is, this entire process, I've been secretive. I don't want no one to come around. I don't want them to be persecuted. I don't want things to happen to people to be around me. But think about it is, why am I acting like that? Why am I being that way? No, we walk with God. We walk by faith and not by sight. You know, it is what it is. You understand? It is what it is. And no more eggshells and no more secrets. And, you know, that's a form of dishonor. All that secret and snicker bicker and all of that. No, we're not doing that. See, God has had me to feel right now no secrets. Now, we're private, but we cannot confuse and try to misuse privacy with secrecy. You know, I'm talking to you. Why should it matter who hears what I'm saying to you? When I'm talking to you, Dwight, I don't have to be discreet talking to you. You understand? I don't have to walk in fear the devil try to put on me either. Well, you don't want Dwight to be sabotaged or shut up. You don't want him to go through anything, so shut up. No, he already came out on top. You shut up. And that's how I feel, and that's how it's going to be. And I know why God's saying that. He's just saying it, not saying actually do it, but he's saying it for me to feel the sensation inside that I don't care. With the care, like he said, cares down. What I preach about applies to me too. How about applies to me first before I even give the message? You understand? And I have two A's today. I've passed both tests. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. But I want to get on here and say I love you, Dwight Martin. <laughs> you call me your love, my love. You say my love. And forgive me for just feeling like that with you. That's not how you feel. And from this day forward, I'm mindful what I hear. Because sometimes it could come off, you know, cute. I just care for you. That's all. But I appreciate that. But I'm going to let God, you know, continue to talk to me. Or just say, you know what? Thank you for that. Tell me you have to receive it. You understand? I'm not to be rude. Yeah. Yeah. My nose is just like ugh, stomped. Yeah. But I just thank God for that. Having an air diffuser. Yeah. And I'm just saying to you, you are amazing to me. And forgive me for that. Yes, Buka. Now I'm about to go in there and fry some fish. You want to come in there with me? I think I could just fry it. I'll be fine. I don't want to keep having you on here for two hours. God said, Quenisha, he'll break it up if he need to. But for the most part, he loves listening to you. He's interested. Yeah. You're very, you know, fascinating to him. Really? Mm-hmm. 
He loves to hear from you. I really wanted to do that. I wanted to go to your restaurant and sow a tremendous seed and just walk off you know, real quick before you notice how much I sold. Yeah. You're like, you just did that. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I like stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And let me get off of here. That's it. Record again. Okay. I love you.